Today is the 23rd of April, 2022. So we have this opportunity in time now to train our minds to bring them into peace. Having mindfulness here and contemplating the body as elements. We can contemplate in terms of the four elements, the earth, water, fire and air, or just pick up one of these elements. Or instead, we can know the breath, the in-breath, the out-breath. And this is being mindful of the air element. Or when we breathe in, we recite Bud. On the out-breath, recite Do. And this too is okay. But don't control the breath. Don't force it to be short or long. Rather, just have mindfulness there following the breath, knowing what it's like so that that awareness is consistent. If the mind gathers into peace well and through contemplating the body as being a heap of elements of earth, water, fire and air, then we can use that. But know that this too is samatha, kamatana. This too is an object that leads to peace and tranquility or watching the in and out breath, this is also samatha kamatana. But don't worry about that, thinking that it's just samatha, because we may think that we want to gain knowledge, we want for wisdom to arise, and that wisdom is what allows us to get rid of the defilements. But we should also know that in order for wisdom to arise, there first needs to be peace of mind. So we, in order for that wisdom to arise, in order for us to be able to contemplate well, knowing the reality of all dhammas, and how all things, they require causes for their arising, all dhammas. And this is what a venerable Sariputta studied, uh, this dependent origination, when there's the cause for uh, quality to arise, then it arises. When that cause ceases, then that quality ceases. And this is a teaching that Venerable Asaji, uh, who was an arahant, took to tell Venerable Sariputta. So we can contemplate into this uh, dependent origination and see how there isn't this is telling us that there isn't a genuine self there. In the Dhamma Niyama Sutta, um, it's a short teaching about this. A teaching that the Buddha gave in Savati at Jaitavana Monastery. And so what is this dependent origination like? Oh, there's, when we have birth. Um, that is the cause for old age, sickness and death and for suffering to arise. And becoming, when that's present, then birth will be present. When there is attachment, and that's the cause for becoming to arise. And so when there is attachment, a sense of enjoyment, delight in the world, in this world of sensuality, then there'll be clinging there to this world. So we'll need to be born into one of the sensual realms. 
either one of the six deva realms or the realm of a human or lower than that, the realms where there's a lot of difficulty and suffering as an animal or as a hungry ghost and a surakaya or a hell being. So this, um, these realms of sensuality, uh, they are, it's very wide. So what can we do to be born into a good level and going between the births of a human and a deva? Well, we need to have good qualities there within our minds. So there is this clinging, and where does that clinging come from? It comes from craving. When there's the presence of craving, then clinging will arise. And so there's this craving for uh, sensuality, there's the craving to uh, be and to have, the craving not to be, not to have. And this craving arises because of the presence of Vedana, of feeling. And where does feeling come from? It comes from contact. And this contact is the cause for Vedana to arise. But this contact is there because of the presence of name and form. Name and form are the causes for contact. But what is it that name and form arises dependent upon? This too has its causes and conditions. There's a vija, ignorance, which gives rise to sankharas, conditions. Then there's vijnana, sense consciousness. And this is the cause for name and form to arise. And this in turn is the cause for there being contact. And this goes on and on until we get to suffering, old age, sickness and death, sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief and despair. So when the Buddha awakened, he saw into the cycle of dependent origination and how there isn't a me or a mine there within it. So the wisdom that the Buddha found he used this uh, to teach us so that we in turn could understand. <coughs> but whether or not there's a Buddha that arises within the world, uh, the Dhamma element, the Dhamma Dhatu, is like this. It is this way. And that its nature is simply to be like this. It's a fixed and unchanging law of nature. And what is that? Well, it's when there's uh, something that arises, it arises because of a cause. When that cause ceases, then that thing ceases. So this is ita pachiyata. And so the Buddha gained knowledge into this, gained knowledge into the Dhamma, and then he took this Dhamma to teach us, and so that we could practice in line with it, following it. He spread the Dhamma, he spread the ways of practice. This Noble Eightfold Path and Sila Samadhi Panya's virtue, collectedness and wisdom that can take us to gain a clear knowledge into the Dhamma that the Buddha awakened to. And then if we see into that, and then we'll understand or feel 
and how profound that is. And just like how Diga Naka Brahman uh, praised the Dhamma that the Buddha taught, he said it's as though the Buddha um, uprighted something which was overturned and opened that which was closed. So if something is closed, then we don't see it, but he opened it so that it was now revealed. In the Buddha's teaching, it's like that, it's not otherwise. So when there's a cause for something to arise, then that thing will arise. So we should contemplate and do this. Sabe sankara anicca, sabe sankara dukkha, sabe dhamma anatta, so that all conditions are in constant changing, all conditions are stressful, and all dhammas, all things, are not self. So even though the dhamma may arise, still that dhamma is not self. Because all dhammas are anatta, they're not me, they're not mine. And the Buddha also taught about the four foundations of mindfulness having mindfulness in the body, in the feelings, in the mind, and the Dhamma. Seeing how the body is just a body, feelings are just feelings, the mind is just a mind, and the Dhamma is just that, just Dhamma. So even though there's knowledge that arises, there's no attachment to that knowledge. And why is that? Because sabe, Dhamma, anatta, and that all Dhammas are not self. And so don't attach to anything. And this is entering into the very heart of the teachings of the Buddha. And if we want to gain this knowledge, then we need to train our minds. And so that this knowledge can arise within them. We need to be really firm in walking on this noble eightfold path. But in the beginning, when we start that journey, our vision is not yet clear, because this Dhamma is something that's very subtle. So we should study about virtue initially, having virtue, sila, having samadhi, and these qualities develop into wisdom. And steadily, but surely, we gain a clarity of vision. But when we start out, then there can be a lot of inner agitation. Things aren't yet peaceful. But when the mind does settle into peace, then our doubts are relieved. And the reason why we have doubts is because there's not yet any peace. But these doubts just stir the mind up. They make it chaotic. We can think, or try to find a path of practice, asking ourselves, well, what should we do? What way should we take? What's the direct route? Because there are so many texts, there are so many teachers. In one place they give this teaching, in another place they give another teaching. And then we can even study <coughs> different traditions overseas. So like in Burma they teach in a different way. But if we are able to study and train with someone who has knowledge, someone who has awakened already, like Venerable Ajahn Chah, 
And we should have this confidence in his awakening. Because he in turn had studied with uh, venerables Ajahn Man and Ajahn Ginnari and Ajahn Tongrad. And he practiced till awakening. And so we have faith in that. We have that confidence and belief. And then we practice uh, following his teachings. But initially, as we go along practicing, then we doubt along as well. And sometimes these doubts can really kind of come back at us. And we can think, well, if I don't doubt, then doubt, then how will I know whether this is the right path or not? And these thoughts just make everything a mess, just makes our mind chaotic. And in the end, by following these doubts, we don't know. We're still wondering what it is that we should do. And the mind isn't peaceful, it's just chaotic. But really the path of practice, it's easy. You just have mindfulness, whether standing, walking, sitting, lying down, whether eating, drinking, speaking, listening, thinking, have mindfulness, have a lot of sampajanya, this clear awareness. And in the end, the mind will settle into stillness and peace, this calm will arise within it, that there will be joy, happiness there within the heart. If there are these doubts there, asking ourselves, well, what's that like? We read the scriptures, but it's not yet clear to us the answer. But it's when we actually do it, then we understand for ourselves, we see for ourselves, that this is what joy is like, this is what happiness is like, this is what samadhi is like. But the samadhi is also anatta as well, it too is not self. But it's something that we need to depend upon initially and develop in order for wisdom to arise. So we see that all things to are tukang, um, they don't endure, and they're anichang, uh, they're changing in anatta, they're not self. And so they're empty. So if we see this real, the state of the Dhamma like this, then we don't need to tell ourselves that all things are anicca, dukkha, anatta, because this knowledge arises within ourselves. We see for ourselves that this is really how things are. In the scriptures it tells us about anicca, this inconstancy, impermanence, and how things don't endure and how it's anatta. But when we practice, um, then we see for ourselves. And just like various buildings and dharma halls, and they require many things to put them together, many uh, constituent parts. They rely on air, and on water, and on sand. And when these various elements come together, then they make up that hall. But if we can break them down into just elements, then we can see the emptiness there within. We break it down into earth, water, fire and air, and it's just empty, isn't it? But in the beginning we need to make our minds peaceful first. 
And when there's this inner peace, that's when vipassana, this insight, can arise. And so we steadily train our minds like this. And in the end, then, we'll see with clarity the state of reality. And this is the wisdom that arises from bhavana, from mental cultivation. And there's this clear insight, and there's no doubts. So may you train yourselves like this. And as you do, then you'll steadily see the truth. You see into this uh, dependent origination, how the dhammas, these qualities, they require causes for their arising. But initially there's still a self there. And so we use this self to practice and carry on practicing with that self until we're able to steadily put down self, until it's not there anymore, until there's no me, there's no self who attains to the Dhamma, and there's no Dhamma to attain to. And this is the point where we let go. It's the point where we realize, Sabe Dhamma Anatta, all Dhammas are not self. So Nibbāna is this pure emptiness, but it's not in any place, it's not in any direction. If you can say that it's over there or you have to go in a certain direction, then that's putting it in a place and that is a realm, that is birth. But emptiness is everywhere and all things are Buddha. And this Buddha nature is emptiness and emptiness is Buddha nature and this Buddha but a nature is there within everything. So may you follow this path, a practice along this way that takes us to the paths, the fruitions, and to Nibbāna. Initially we still have so many things. We still have a self, and my family, and my work, etc. And there's still within this realm of samuti, of conventions. When we gain a deeper understanding into the Dhamma, and we see how there's no me, there's no mine there. And so we should practice following this way. And all of this is for the sake of reaching emptiness within the hearts. And so may all of you practice like this.